for a River Life Fellowship message. We hope this message encourages you and enriches your life. For more information about us, visit us at riverlifefellowship.com. mistake right now is to just do your normal church church stuff even though that can be good. I think the Lord is dealing dealing with us this morning. And it would be really it'd be really wrong to miss the Lord. To let him just go by. Because when the Lord deals with you, it's always there's always an opportunity, and <clears throat> so just don't do that. We can throw our program out the window, can't we? <laughs> the Lord wants to do something else. I think the Lord is really trying to deal with this, this church this morning about worship, and. I think we need to let him deal with us. Because that's something really the Lord's really called all, all of us to be as worshipers. And um, it's like we have an opportunity right now to respond, respond to the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot of things the Lord's doing uh, that we need to how we need to respond. Um, so a couple, couple things we want to do right now is I think we need to repent about worship. And one of the things we need to do, I think, is remember a couple of weeks ago I talked to you about how David was longing for water. Y'all remember that? I preached about that. He was wanting some water from the well of Bethlehem. Let me read it to you, just if you weren't here, just so you'll know. Second Samuel 23, verse 15. And David said with longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines, drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. And he said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is this not the blood of the men who went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things were done by the three mighty men. And one of the things I really felt as we were worshiping is uh, what David did was was very profound in lots of ways, but one of the things he did was this. He took that water and he poured it out. And the reason he poured it out 
is because he knew it wasn't for him to drink. And I feel like we drink something that's not ours. You hear what I'm saying to you? I know we do. I think we, we drink the praises of men. I think we're all, we've all probably been guilty of that at times. And that's why David wouldn't drink that water. He said, I can't drink, drink that. It belongs to the Lord. And I think we I think we're guilty in worship of looking for what worship really does for us instead of you know for what it does for God first. And I was just saying, Lord, you know what? I guess when it really comes right down to it, I don't really know how to worship you. When it really all is said and done, you know, we can can do all this stuff and you know have certain expressions and but when it really all comes down to it, Lord, I don't know if any of that's worship. And I just feel like God wants us to just repent about worship. Just tell him the truth about it. Whatever really is true in your heart about it. Maybe that Lord was just speaking to me. Maybe He was just putting His finger on me and wanting the praises of men. I felt real convicted by the Lord doing worship that I wanted the praises of men in my life. And it really didn't belong to me. I said, Lord, you know, that's why David wouldn't do it. He wouldn't accept something that wasn't his. He gave it to you. I don't know if I'm the only one guilty of that. Probably not, but I am guilty, Lord. I don't mind telling people. I think we're guilty of other things, so I, I think we try to make worship something the church it wasn't meant to be. Because we've tried to satisfy something in us with worship. And I don't there's nothing wrong with that thing just in you that wants to experience God. I, I want to experience God. But maybe we've made that worship, that experience for us instead of for Him. And it just got messed up. And I think God has offered us this morning, I pray He is a, a gift to really be able to really worship Him. Because I believe he, He's looking for worshipers. He's desiring worshipers. And... I think we just need to just humble ourselves to the Lord right now. That's all I know to do. Lord, I want to humble myself to You. Acknowledge my lack in the area of worship. Lord, we just pray that. It's right now, Lord. We don't know what to do. We want to respond to You, Lord. We're feeble in our response. I feel feeble, Lord, in my response to You. But it's clear to me this morning that the Lord really is trying to deal with us as a church, as a corporate church, and I know individually. I just, you know, want to say, let's whatever is offered, let it be offered to the Lord. And this is, you know, if you feel convicted by the Lord this morning, I really want you to respond to me. I think this is an opportunity, a moment.
uh, for the Lord to do that. So, and I'm, I'm muddling my way through this, believe me. Like this is important right now. If I could say anything on behalf of God this morning, is that God really is looking for worshipers. He really is. That's something that's on His heart. He's desiring worshipers. He's thirsty for worshipers. And, you know, just... I can, I can confidently say that on behalf of God, He's looking for us to really be worshipers. And it really is a mighty privilege. Lord, we ask You to teach us how to worship You, Lord. Lord, teach us how to be real worshipers. Make us real worshipers, Lord. Lord, we know that it really is just a gift from You, Lord. It really is something that You do in us and through us. It's not us. It's not of our flesh, Lord. It's not of our human strength, Lord. It's not something we can manufacture, Lord, within ourselves, Lord Jesus. Lord, it's not about style or taste or, or it's not even about music or creativity, all those things, Lord. It's not about any of those things, Lord. Yet, yet those things are all a part of it, Lord. Uh, Lord, uh, we just ask you to make us worshipers this morning, real worshipers, Lord Jesus. We ask you for that, Lord. We ask you to give us that gift. We ask you to impart that into our hearts today. Worship is important to you, Lord Jesus. Therefore, make it important to us, Lord. Lord, don't don't let us just be people that it's important that we come in here in a, in, a, in a corporate service together and do worship, Lord, but it be important to us in our lives, Lord Jesus, in our daily lives, that we'd be worshipers, Lord. Lord, we don't really understand that. We don't want to be religious about all that. We just want to be real about that, Lord. Just impart to us today, Lord, this worshiping heart. Lord God, release that in us, Lord. Lord, I, the greatest worshiper that ever walked on this earth was you, Lord Jesus. And you are in us, and you are alive in us, Lord, today. And you are wanting to break out and worship in us, Lord. And Lord, we sang this song this morning out of the Word that says we present ourselves as a living sacrifice. And that's our worship, Lord. Yet, Lord, we don't really even understand that. So we come to you and we pitifully present ourselves to you, saying, Worship through me, Lord. Worship through me. Worship through me. Worship through me. Worship through me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Really need to let the Lord have His way with you right now, I feel. Are y'all, are y'all with this or not? I mean, I mean, you know, we can stop and do something else if you want to. <laughs> not really, not if you want to.
I just feel like the Lord wants to do something. I'm, I'm going, I think we need to go for what God wants to do right now. Sally's going to sing a song. I want, I want Lord, I, I'm asking you to deal with us. I'm asking you to deal with us. I'm going to make a confession to you. I have a real burden in my heart about worship that God gave me. Okay? And it's been there for a while, and I can't seem to shake it out of me. But I'm just as convicted as, as I can be about it right now. While Byron was talking, the Lord kept speaking these words into my, into my mind, into my heart. Is do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. And, and at, at this verse came to mind where it talks about, the Lord says, Do not harden your heart as my people did beside the streams of Meribah, where on that day, basically the whole nation of Israel was left to kind of wander. And um, I was like, okay, Lord, what does that mean exactly? What are you saying? And I felt like the, the Lord was saying, don't harden your hearts to me of what I'm trying to do right here in this place of worship. For if you harden your hearts, if you refuse to follow my lead, then I, I can leave you there where you want to be in your comfortable place. But if you really want the fresh streams of living water to spring up in your lives, follow me. Follow my lead. Don't harden your hearts. So I just beseech you, therefore, brethren, in view of the mercies of God, to present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to Him. I beseech you, brothers and sisters, present yourselves before Him.
the Lord says to us, hold on tightly to my hand, my love, don't let go, just close your eyes and follow me, and I won't let you go, I will not let you fall, no, I won't
just feel like the Lord was just speaking to me there that um, this congregation has had a reputation for the worship here. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that we're known for a congregation that worships, but I think sometimes you can fall into pride when you get a reputation for certain things. And I would just like for us to repent of any way we've fallen into pride thinking we have some great worship. Because the truth of the matter is, is I believe there's other places for us to go. And the Lord may not allow us to go until we've really repented and say, Lord, we really don't know how to worship. We thought we had this, um, you know, the scripture, I think it's the Laodicean church that thought it was hot, but it was cold. And I just say, Lord, Lord, we just stand before you today, Lord, in any area of pride we've fallen into over worship, Lord. We just ask you to forgive us, Lord. We just, Lord, just say we really don't know how to worship. And we ask you to come with fresh wind, just fresh wind upon us, Lord, and blow upon us, Lord God. Just blow upon us, Lord. We want to go where you're going, Lord. We want to discover the depths of your heart, Lord, in worship. Lord, we want to discover what is in your heart about worship, Lord God. Lord, we want to see what is there in your heart, Lord. We reach out for it, Lord God. We ask you to release songwriting in this place that will release the depths of what is in your heart for worship, Lord God. Not how we've just wanted to express it, Lord, but we say what is in your heart. We reach for what is in your heart, our Lord God. We reach for it, Lord. We reach. We reach. We reach. I just want to just ask the, the worship leaders in this place to just stand up before the Lord and ask God to impart a new revelation into your heart right now. Andy, stand up. Stand up. And Amy and Sarah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just everybody that's on worship teams here, we just ask for the Lord to impart. Matthew, stand up. Any of those leading, we just ask you, Lord. Pour out your manna, your fresh manna upon us, Lord. We ask for the congregation to just pray and pray and pray that we can break through these barriers. God's one to take us to another place. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We cry out. We lay down our pride, Lord. We cry out. And we lay down our pride, Lord. We want to be true worshipers, Lord God, that will worship in spirit and in truth, that will discover what's in your heart, oh God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Just do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. We ask you, Lord. We ask you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come. Fresh wind. Yes. Oh, God. God, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We cry out. We cry out.
weeks and months just praying and interceding to the Lord. There was something that I had been trying to do to give to the Lord of myself, some kind of sacrifice to God. You know, I think there, there's a connection there of, of a sacrifice, something that we can bring to Him that costs us something. And it, this is not legalism. And I had been trying this thing and it didn't seem to, you know, be I wasn't able to do it like I wanted to do it. And one night when I was reading Judges 6 about the story of Gideon, and I was reading through there, and I came to the part where, you know, the Lord had spoken to him. He had sent an angel Lord to speak to Gideon. And... Then he said to him, If now I have found, Gideon said to the Lord, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talks with me. And so Gideon said to the Lord, Do not depart from here, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And this is what the Lord said, I will wait until you come back. And that really stuck out because, you know, we try to come to the Lord, we try to bring him. And, you know, that was God saying, I will always be here. I'll be waiting until you come back. So Gideon went in, and he prepared a young goat, and he prepared unleavened bread. Okay, well, it took time. It took, it took effort. It, took a, it was a sacrifice. It's something that he had to do. He went, and he got, you know, when we read this, it sounds like it's so simple, but no. Gideon went, he got a young goat, and killed it, and he prepared it, and he, he prepared unleavened bread. And the meat he put in a basket and he put in the broth and a pot and he brought them out to him under the terebinth tree and presented them. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on, the, on this rock, this rock, Jesus Christ. Take your offering. Take something that costs you something. You know, King David said, I don't want anything that doesn't cost me something. And see, that's how I felt that night. God, I want to bring you something that me something. And I, whatever it was I was doing, I wasn't succeeding. And the Lord said that he showed me this through this, something that I could give him, something that I could start bringing to him. And it was really me, a living sacrifice, laying myself down before him on that rock and letting him consume me, letting him consume my flesh, that carnal part of me. And you know, even this, I did it really well in my own flesh and, and for about two weeks. But even then, I, I began to see that I can't even do this, which seemed easier than the other thing, God. I can't even do this without you, Lord. And that's where God, you know, he doesn't want us to depend on ourselves or think it's us. You know, that's where we've got to give him the praise for it. So, then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat. See, as we lay our sacrifice, something that cost us, to the Lord daily out to him, he touched the meat and the unleavened bread, and the fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. See, the fire will rise up off of Jesus Christ, the rock, as we lay ourselves down before him as that living sacrifice, and he will consume those yucky things in our life. Now, Gideon 
perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. And down here it says, The Lord is peace. It's literally Yahweh Shalom. Gideon's new sense of security in his relationship with the Lord is effectively expressed by the term Shalom, meaning wholeness. So as we come and lay ourselves down before him, we, the Lord will give us, that, that will be our place of peace. The Lord is peace. We will receive that wholeness, that security, that well-being, that prosperity, and that peace and that friendship. Here's what we need to do. We need to repent. That's what we need to do. That's really what the Lord's saying to us. We need to repent concerning worship. And I think, you know, when Chuck was just crying out, you know, Lord, don't pass us by. The Lord, you know, in in terms of worship, God really wants to move on. And I think He's beckoning us to come with Him. And whatever ideals, whatever we thought about worship, we need to we need to lay those things down. You know what I'm saying? And we really need to say, Lord, we we really, really, really don't know how to worship you. We thought we did. We thought we we thought, but we really don't, Lord Jesus. And we are saying to you today, have your way with us. We want to follow you. We want to put our hands in your hands and follow you, Lord. We want to follow you, Lord. You want to take us somewhere else in worship that we haven't been. You want to take us into a new place. And and this is the truth. Um, we've always tried. We felt this. We've been feeling this kind of stuff all our Christian lives. But this is what we've always tried to do to get there. We've tried to get there by doing something on the outside. We tried to get there by, let's try this. Let's, you know, do art doing worship. Let's do... We watched a video one day of these guys. They worship team had their backs to the audience. And it was great. It was really the Lord. And Becky, we walked out and Becky said, Now we got to try that too, huh? You know? You know, to get some something going. And it's like, no... I'm tired of trying stuff, you know. And I, I want to do all that kind of stuff. Believe me, I, I really want to be as expressive in worship and creative in worship and, you know, innovative in worship as I possibly can because God is very creative and innovative and very expressive. But my vision for worship starts right here. Lord, I need my heart changed. It needs to start inside of me. It doesn't need me coming up with a new style of music or something like that, which I want to do that, a new song and all that. I want all that. But something needs to happen inside of me. Lord, something needs to happen inside of this church. If if we had a reputation for worship, that was a bad reputation because we, you know, we don't want a reputation. We want the Lord to have a reputation. You know, and I don't want to sound religious about it, but I think what God really is trying to say to us this morning is that God wants to move on. He's looking for real worshipers. He's looking for true worshipers. And He's looking if we will humble ourselves to Him this morning and say yes to Him. And, you know, when we come corporately together to worship the Lord, 
if we're coming trying to get something out of it for us, if that's our main agenda, well, we didn't get the breakthrough, that we didn't feel this or this didn't happen, we don't feel like we worship, then we need to bat, we need to get on our face before the Lord and say, I'm sorry I felt that way, Lord. Because obviously that exposed that I was coming to worship you to get a feeling, to get something, a need met in me without really concerning myself with what you desired. You know, and, and you know, it's putting God back into the, to the center of worship. It's making Him the focus of worship and, instead of ourselves. And I don't think anybody does those things with bad, you know, I don't think anybody's willful in, in their hearts about this, what I'm saying to you. I don't think any of us have this attitude that we don't want to give God His due and glory. I think that's just a human state. I think that's where we go unless God deals, deals with us. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? And I believe the Lord really is crying out to us this morning, reaching out to us, you know, that we would really say, Lord, you know, we repent, Lord. We bow to you this morning, Lord. And say, take us to a new place, Lord. Take us to a new place, Lord, in worship. Lord, we, we, we'll let go of what you did in the past. We will let go. Lord, and we're willing to go with you. We're willing to go to somewhere we haven't been before. And the Lord just, you know, like was cried out, well, I go, Son of David, have mercy on the Son of David. Don't pass us by. Don't pass us by, Son of David. Don't pass us by. Don't let us, let us miss this moment this morning with our agendas, Lord, with our feelings, our disconnectness, whatever it is, Lord. Don't let us miss it, Lord. Let us humble ourselves to you, Lord, and allow you to do this work in us. Lord, we ask you to do that. I'm asking, this is a serious question. I want to ask you a serious question right now. I don't want you to answer me unless you really are dead serious. Do you feel like, if you feel like God really is speaking to you about worship this morning, I want you to stand up. If He's not, do not stand up. That would be just stupid. But if you really feel like God really is speaking to you and beckoning to you and really wants to do something in your life concerning worship, I mean, it doesn't have to be a conviction. God was just convicting me for being self-centered in worship. For, you know, wanting praise for myself. It doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever God would say to you. You really believe He is. Whatever it is, I want you to repent to the Lord right now. Just, you, don't have to, you can do it out loud. You can do it. But I just want you to tell the Lord whatever He's dealing with you about. I want you to have confession to Him. And ask Him to, to write you Sing that song again, Sally. Just let the Lord have His way with you right now. Just let Him have His way with you right now. Listen, why do we come to church? We come to church to have our way? Let's let Him have His way. Matthew has already encouraged us. Let's not be hard-hearted right now. Let's don't be the stiff-necked.
was basically this. He, he saw uh, just technicolor in worship, you know, and then it went back to black and white. And what he felt like the Lord was showing him is that's really where God wants to take us, from black and white to color. It's a pretty huge step for those who used to see black and white TV. Um, it's, you know, it's a pretty significant step change. Um, but I feel... And maybe this is just me. I feel a very much a burden of the Lord's heart about worship. And the Bible is real clear that God has a burden. 
about worship. Because he says the Father is seeking. It's the only place in the Bible I know that God's looking for something. He's seeking worshipers. And I just really want, if does anybody in here would like to have that burden of the Lord? You know, if you really feel like that would be something you would like God to put in your heart, a burden for that God's heart would be satisfied concerning worship. <clears throat> because it's something God put in me. I didn't, you know, I wasn't even asking him for it. He just did it. But it's a strong burden. And so, does anybody, would anybody like that burden? Raise your hand. And just come over here and I'll just put my hand on you and ask the Lord to release that burden to you. Lord, I ask you to give me the ability to impart uh, this burden. Because I believe it's your burden, Lord. I believe it's the heart of Jesus. And, Lord, we don't know what to do with our burdens sometimes, but we, we want to give them away. Now just impart your burden for worship, Lord. It's your burden for worship. Lord, it'll be different in everybody. Your burden for worship. No, no people are the, two are the same. Your burden for worship, Jesus. Your burden for worship. Lord, just impart your burden for worship, Lord. Your burden for worship, Lord. Your hearts cry for worshipers. Your hearts cry for worshipers, Lord. Your hearts cry, Lord. The cry of the Father's heart. The cry of the Father's heart. Just release it right now. Release it in Release it, Lord. Just a burden, Lord. Something that we'd carry, Lord. A burden, Lord. A burden from heaven. A burden from heaven. A burden from heaven, Lord. Just impart it today, Lord. Something that's real. Something that's alive, Lord. Lord, something that really touches us, Lord. Something that causes us to weep, Lord, when we realize we've taken worship, Lord. Lord, when we don't see you worship, Lord. Lord, just release this burden, Lord. That we'd be jealous that you would be worshipped. That we would hurt when you hurt over it, Lord. Lord, just release it, Lord. Just release this into our hearts and we'd be so jealous that you would be worshipped. Lord, it would break our hearts when you're not. Lord, it would hurt us when we receive worship, Lord. Just release the burden, Lord, of worship, Lord, that you would be worshipped, that you would be honored, Lord, that you would be glorified in your people, Lord. Lord, just release it, Lord, and every person, it will be different. It will be a different expression because no one person can contain a burden from God, but every person will carry part of it. Every person will yearn for it in a different way, Lord. Release it, Lord. It's not just singing. It's not just dancing. It's many things. Lord, release the burden as you would choose, Lord. But release it. Release it, Lord. Release it, Lord. Release it, Jesus. Release it. Just release it, Lord. I ask you this morning that that we would we would be so... When we don't feel like... Lord, convict us when we do receive praise, Lord. Convict us when we see men seeing, receiving praise, Lord. Convict us, Lord. Convict us, Lord. Break our hearts, Lord. Lord, we're all like the woman at the well today, Lord. We said our fathers worship this way. And that's what we've done. And Lord, you're saying you're looking for something new and different. I ask you to release that to us today, Lord Jesus. Just release it, Lord.
let it just let it be released right now, Lord. Lord, we can trust you for it, Lord. We can trust you for it, Lord. And Lord, help us to submit to you as you take us into a new place in worship. Help us to, to humble ourselves, Lord Jesus. Help us not to hold on to what we did yesterday, Lord. Lord, uh, whatever you want us to bring with us, we'll bring. Whatever you want us to leave behind, we'll leave behind. But Lord, we're going to trust you. We're going to have faith in you, Lord. We're going to believe that this really, you really are going to do something with us that's radical and different. And Lord, help us not to go for the outer, but to go for the inner and let the inner express the outer. Lord, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Y'all can sit down. And <clears throat> what? Just, we're going to receive tithes and offerings. I know that sounds crazy, right? <laughs> I feel crazy saying it. Yeah, she's going to be... Yeah, it is a form of worship. You got that right. But we're going to worship and uh, just give you a few little secrets here. Uh, we uh, sort of lived my message I was going to preach today. I was going to preach on worship today. Um, I got an email this morning from Tony about a dream he had last, had last night about worship and um, and how the enemy was going to try to... Um, so a lie about what we feel about worship. And so, Lord, we want to pray right now against that you revealed it to Tony in a dream that the enemy wants to sow a lie in people's hearts. And we ask you to break that lie before it ever gets there. That we'd be worshipers, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, if we get a couple guys, Nate. Let's really worship the Lord with tithes and offerings. and just, Let's just really worship Him. Thank you, Lord. from your holy flame. Let the rain come and wash away the ashes of that which cannot remain. We will be holy as you Will you fill us again? 
miss y'all, but Savannah uh, is, was upset with me, and do you want to tell them why you were upset with me? She don't want to tell me, I'll tell you for her, it's because I didn't dismiss the children for Sunday school. And I felt like, you know what, I'm glad she's upset with me. So that is a tremendous testimony that she was crying. She was upset because she didn't get to go back to, to do the children's thing, so... Thank you, Lord. That, that's a, that's a gr- the best testimony I have ever heard about the children's ministry in this church. So, we're sorry. We, I forgot. I'm, I'm a, you know, I forget my name sometimes, Savannah. So, next week you can get a double portion, okay? <laughs> so, you know, Lord bless you. I mean, that's a good thing to be upset about. If you're upset about something else I did, well, that's tough. Unless you're a, a little child, and we listen to little childs. Yeah, we will do one announcement just because we really need to do this one, and this is an important one. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, it's doomed.